We're live. Good morning. How you doing? I need to move something. <laughs> this or you. Be careful, be careful. We are today going to talk about the Thursday thoughts. Today's thought is you and, and your, your big, big ideas. ideas. You always got these big ideas. You and your big ideas. Hey, babe, I got an idea that's going to make us a million dollars. Really? I don't even want to hear about it. You and your big ideas. That's what we're going to talk about We're going to talk about it right back in a moment. Good morning, my name is Brian McNeil. And I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. And thank you for joining us on our show, Let's Talk About It. We come to each Monday through Friday right here on the SIBN Network, on iHeartRadio, YouTube, TuneIn, as well as Facebook Live. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Like, 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 like. Good morning again. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Baby, what you getting into? I don't know what your name is or what your claim is, girl. I ain't leaving without you. Yes, I'm going to kidnap you in a ballot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thug ballots kill me. Even songs. Um, we used to do a show one time on stupid song lyrics. I bet that'd be some fun. Mm-mm-mm. Coast to coast, L.A. to Chicago. Chicago's in the Midwest. It's <laughs> not on the coast. Charday. <laughs> Let's talk about it. You and your big ideas. Let's see here. Good morning to um, Barbara H. Smith. Oh, man. Barbara H. Smith, I'm so happy that you're here. You and your big ideas. Have you ever had an idea that you thought is, was a winner? You thought the idea was a winner and you didn't act upon it. And then you saw it on the shelf in the store. And you said, they stole my idea. Or have you ever had an idea about something to do and you didn't act on it? And then you see someone else talking about the same thing that was your big idea. Or even have you ever told somebody about your big idea and then they tried to do your big idea and failed miserably because they couldn't do your big idea. That part. I've seen that happen before, too. Absolutely. I am I am glad you found us, Barbara. I actually saw that you were having the same feeling that I was having on Tuesday, that it was time for women empowerment, but it was the 31st, not first, the first Tuesday of the week of the month. So we are meeting for women's empowerment next week on the 7th. That is Tuesday, the 7th, and we are looking forward to seeing you there. All right, well, good. So today, today, that's what we're going to talk about, you and your big ideas. Can anyone relate to that fact? Um, so we can, okay, comment so we can thank you. Okay, good. Can anyone relate to that? Lisa had, uh, she's told on this show a couple of times, and I'm going to want her to share that story again. She was watching her son practice football. And I have been told by the coach, the other moms, and my son himself, you don't come on the field for nothing. Moms, you're not supposed Thank to come on the field for, for nothing. Thank you for subscribing, Shaki. Subscribe. Thank, Thank you, you so that. much okay. for subscribing. I appreciate it. We are rebuilding. Y'all know TD Jake's um TD Jake's uh, uh uh talk about the spider and the web. You know, 
He get knocked down, you keep on moving. That's and that's a, what we're doing. That's a wonderful idea. Lisa's our, our page on the Empowerment Duo page got hijacked, and Lisa got thrown in jail for something she didn't do. Facebook jail, not not real jail. Facebook jail, and um, but and it hurt for a little while too. It messed up our our algorithms. It messed up our followings. People couldn't find us for a minute or two, and three really some people still can't find us, and um, and it was disappointing. But we've we've had it going on for a couple of weeks now, and we're making peace with it. And this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity to rebuild back better. Barbara uh, says, yeah, maxi pads with wings was my big idea. Look at that. Well, so to go back to my big idea, because that was a big idea. I wish that you had invented it. But here's the thing. My son was on the football field. It was hot. That's my baby. He thirsty. And everybody had told me, you bet not, bet not go down there on that field. Coaches, your son. Coaches, other mothers, other fathers, and particularly my son. So I'm sitting up in the stands and I'm sadly lamenting my dehydrated son out there on the field with all of that um, sun and no water. And my idea was, what if he could wear his water and carry it with him and drink it, sort of like under his pads, under his under his clothes, but sort of like the um, the beer bong people. Yeah, like right. A hat. Mm-hmm. So, like a hat. I didn't want him to wear his hat, but I wanted him to wear it under his clothes. So, how can I put the water under his clothes? I made a prototype and everything. I had a Ziploc bag and a straw connected to it and a string so that it could be worn underneath your clothes, kind of like a backpack. And then all of a sudden... Wait a minute. And he wanted to drink. All he had to do was... Drink it from the straw. Have a straw right there. Right there. Boop. Mm -hmm. Drink it. Keep on going. What a great idea, right? They could play football and get a drink right there. Makes sense to me. My, that's stupid. Don't nobody want that. Ain't nobody going to wear that. That is so dumb. I'm not going to die from this little bit of time that I'm on the field. All the other mothers talking about, you're going to baby that boy. All the coaches talking about, they don't need that. So that was a great idea. And then what happened? I didn't do it. And then what happened? I saw it. She didn't do it. And she saw something similar in Dicks. Definitely that was her idea. Um. Barbara Smith said Maxi Pads with Wings was her big idea. Shaki says DoorDash was my big idea. Come on now. She said, I just didn't think it all the way through to be able to make it possible. Guess what? DoorDash don't own a single car. <laughs> they don't own a single restaurant. That's right. Come on now. We be looking at all of the things that we need to get these things done. They don't own us. They don't own. They don't hire anybody. Nope. Um, Uber, Uber doesn't own Uber. any cars. No cars. Mm-hmm. Um, no employees. Well, they probably have employees now. Yeah, they but, got a big office now. But, but no cars. But these no are employees. All ideas. So much of the time, we are all just one idea away from everything we've ever wanted in our life. Good morning, Miss Phyllis. She is out and about. You're watching us on the Facebook page. Thank you so much for joining us. We will ask that when you are able that you tune in to us on the Empowerment Network 
on YouTube and please subscribe. Yes. Good. That's better than the Empowerment Network on YouTube, and you will be able to. Uh, Brent says camel packs have been around for a long time. Sorry. Yes, but the application, I didn't know about the camel packs, and I didn't hear about them afterwards because they do sell them in the um they do have them for um for hiking and for all of these other things, but I did not know about them for like just water every day, football game. Can we just use it for that? Yeah. That was many years ago she had that idea. And camel packs have been around, but so They've probably much been of the around time, for like 50 years. One idea. Brother Brent, you probably have an idea. Miss Phyllis, you probably have had an idea that came to your mind as you were out and about walking and thought, what a great idea. You might have saw something that they needed. Um, there's a great idea I have right now that um, I'm going to just tell you guys because I don't think I'm going to do it. Okay. But there was this stand-up comedian. He told this bit, and it's happened to me, and it's happened a lot of times. Valet hospitals. When someone has to take themselves to the hospital or there's an emergency, I've been rushed to the hospital in the emergency. My wife had to take me to the hospital in the emergency. I've had to take other people to the hospital in the emergency. And if there was a way that you could just pull up to the emergency and then have someone take the car for us and park it, because at the hospital, you're parking, you got to you know hike a little bit most of the time. Okay, but if there was valet at hospitals. What a great idea, especially at the emergency room. You know, this comedian was uh, named Brian Regan. He was feeling terrible. His head was hurt. His stomach was hurt. He didn't know what was wrong with him. And in a groggy phase, he was able to drive himself to the emergency room. And he says, there was no place to park. And he said, man, if there was ever an opportunity for someone to make a dollar right now, this would be it. I throw my keys to anybody because he wanted to be able to walk in there. Oh, my goodness. I guess that is true. I have a mentee right now who just who just got a contract with the city to clean up streets. But what he did was the streets were dirty. He just started cleaning streets, cleaning streets in his neighborhood, cleaning streets around the gas station. No one told him to. He saw it was dirty. He started cleaning up streets. He got other people want to help him to clean up the streets. And next thing you know, you get a city contract. <laughs> cleaning streets. An idea. And Brent said, uh, Brent, thank you for reminding me. So here's what I want to say to that. He said, camel packs have been around for a long time. Guess what? So were taxi cabs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was about a new way to do what was already being done. Right? Mm -hmm. They didn't reinvent the car. Mm -mm. They didn't reinvent the driver. They didn't reinvent people needing transportation. They didn't reinvent that either. All they did was do it a little bit different. Technology was made the difference. Mm -hmm. Instead of having to use the phone, you could use an app. Use an app and being able to drill precisely. What if somebody was like, well, you're still going to use your phone? Why you can't just use your phone With that to app, call a cab? He was able to determine precisely how much it was going to cost. Cabs are still in that antiquated system. You don't know how much it's going to cost until you get there. They got that tick, 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 and they add up your rates. With Uber... You were able to see exactly how much it was going to cost you, where the route was going to be, you knew the route, and even knew what kind of car is coming, and who's driving it, and an app. Oh, but it's going to be a stranger that picks you up. And that's better. <laughs> it's a stranger that picks you up in a cab, too. Anyway. <laughs> you don't know the cab driver. 
And Barbara says, I remember the inter I remember saying the internet was never gonna work in the 90s. I had been a programmer, I could have created a web browser and been sipping my ties in my private island. Okay. Sometimes we're the ones that put the kibosh on the um the big idea. Sometimes it doesn't even have to get to somebody else to, to squash your dreams. Stephanie's saying, yes, Uber and Lyft is so convenient. Exactly. We used Uber for like six months, I think, or five months, something like that. Exclusively. Yeah, we had, a, we had an issue with the car, and we didn't stop nothing. At the time, we had an office space, a shared office space. We went to work every day, and it was nothing. We hung out. Matter of fact, it was better for us to hang out with the Uber than it was our own car because in the city we live in, when we wanted to go uptown to the epicenter or to the cigar bar uptown, parking was 20 to $30 on Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights. Not with Uber. <laughs> we paid $15 to get there. That's it. And we don't have to drive at all. And even if you're paying 25 to 30 bucks, you still had to hike. And I just feel so bad because my wife would rock heels. So I'd have to take her up to the door. She'd still probably have to walk a half a block. But I'd get as close as I could to the place. And then I'd have to go park, which means I couldn't get out the car with her and walk in with her. Okay? Now with Uber and Lyft, we get it at the same time. <laughs> get out the car at the same time. Walk right there. Stephanie says, I remember when bottled water was introduced. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. One great idea. Anybody um, gonna pay for no water? I remember um, America Online came out, and one of the founders of America Online was on TV just trying to get people to try this out. It's gonna revolutionize the world. America Online, you're gonna be able to do this and this, and nobody in the audience was getting it. And I was watching it on TV as he was trying to make his big pitch to America to use it. I didn't think it was a big idea either. AOL is what it was. AOL. Miss Phyllis says, now you know what parking is like here, LOL. Yeah, we already knew what parking like was like in New York. That mm -hmm. was one of the reasons why I left New York. I had been paying for a house, a.k.a. Car parking garage, garage, for a car that I never could drive because when you drive it, you take it out of your parking spot and you may not get that one back. And when you get where you're going, you will either pay for a parking spot or there won't be no parking spots. That's what my grandmother said. Why pay for water from Stephanie Morris? Because of the convenience. The bottle is convenient. Now we pay ounce per ounce as much for water, as much for gas as we do for water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Um, I remember one of the great thrills of my life. And it's almost embarrassing how happy this made me. I was driving around Manhattan and someone pulled out of a parking space, a free parking space on the street. They pulled out of the parking space, and I was able to pull into the parking space, and I got me a free parking space in Manhattan on the street. I felt like I discovered diamonds. <laughs> oh, I got a parking spot. That's so in Manhattan. I was so happy to have found a parking space on the street. <laughs> and I got blind lucky to get it. Mm. Some of you guys will be able to relate to that thrill. But you and your big ideas is our topic today. What is your big idea that you either still have or wish that you had implemented? It may not or be an invention. You that you didn't, that you don't do it now. It may not be an invention. It may be an activity. 
It may be something that you want to do. Mm -hmm. um, Stephanie says, look at, look at post-it notes. It post-it notes revolutionized our lives. Yes. Yes, it was. Post-it notes was an accident. Um, there's a series I've watched it uh, one time inventions that change the world or something like that. I even made Lisa watch some of the episodes with me. <laughs> post-it notes was one of those. They were looking for an adhesive that wasn't so sticky. And um, so they found one and then they didn't know what to do with it. So they had it in a shelf for a long time. And then someone else had an application. He was making all these notes on paper and he was losing them and trying to take this and that and finding tape and all that stuff. And then um, he was talking to a buddy and his buddy said, hey man, I got something that just might be what you're looking for. They had it in a daggone storage room and they put, he put a little bit on there for bookmarks. Oh, that's what it was. He was in a choir and he had his notes in his hymnal. And when he stood up and they opened up their hymnal to sing, the note that he had put in there fell on the floor, okay, while he was singing. And it would have been great if he could have just stuck his note to the page, but not stick it to the page so it wouldn't come off. And that was the impetus of we got to find something to make this happen. Yeah, but that but that was the application of post-it notes. That right. wasn't what the invention was for. Right. Post-it note, the glue that is on post-it notes was actually a mistake. It was not working properly. Mm -hmm. And again, that's something else to remember with your idea. Sometimes you've got to re-perspectivize. That's a new word, and I think I just invented it. <laughs> you have to re-perspectivize how you are getting or what you're getting out of this thought. Because sometimes the 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 actual thought was to just get you to the next thought. And sometimes we get so hooked on the first thing and or the objective that we forget so much about um about about what the what the purpose was. The purpose was to invent or to be the producer of something that's amazing. And maybe that's what God gave you. And he didn't give you the full picture because you would have decided, I ain't going to do that. Right. Stephanie Morris says, I have an idea I'm working on now. And she's so excited about it. And you should be. You can get a lot more done when you're excited. Miss Phyllis says, well, for me, as long as it's not on an all red sign, I can park anywhere, even in front of a church. <laughs> I know that's right. Good, good, good. Good morning, Curtis Yates. How you doing, sir? We talk about you and your big idea. That idea that you didn't act upon and saw someone else doing it and doing well with it, or that idea that's nagging you right now to do. Maybe you have one in your head right now. Man, this is a great idea. Somebody else has probably already done it. No. And even if they did, Uber was out before Lyft, and Lyft is a very successful company as well. That's right. That's right. They really are. They're, they're, they, they, it really is true. So often we allow ourselves to be discouraged over something that ignore it. It ain't none of your business. Mm -hmm. It's 75 to 100 different types of bread in the bread aisle. Mm -hmm. And whoever was inventing bread didn't stop inventing bread. That's right. This oh, they already got bread. Well, they don't have my bread. They don't have your bread. They don't have your bread. I've been using this bread long enough. Let me try another bread. Okay. That's why I tell um, contractors particularly, and they're trying to get contracts. They already have, they're already using somebody. They already have someone. That's good. You can position yourself as number two because the most popular person on the team is the backup quarterback. 
They're always waiting for number one to screw up. And you can give them lines like, I'm sure you love the vendor you're already using. Well, maybe I don't love them. It's all right. Well, if you ever need a backup, here we are. Okay. And if you keep positioning yourself as enough times as a backup or as a plan B or as an option for enough companies, you're going to get some. Absolutely. Because now if they have a plan, if they have a backup that they think can do the job, now they're waiting for the primary to screw up. And if you're looking for them to screw up, guess what's going to happen? They're going to screw up. Peace, peace, What's peace. up, man? Allah King Wise, how you doing? Good morning to you. So if you are watching us on YouTube, please take a moment to make sure that you subscribe. Otherwise, we thank you so much for attending. We're trying to get that number up so that we can get the branded Facebook channel. I mean, YouTube channel. We've had to do some regrouping, regrouping as a result of the the hijacking. the hijacking that Facebook did on my account and on our group there on our page. We had over 2,000 viewers on the Empowerment Duo page, and now we've got to start from the beginning. But that's okay. We still have all of the videos. Well, we're better. You can binge watch if you want on uh, the Empowerment Network Mr. on YouTube. Mr. Twiggy Sanders stepped in the room. And you we definitely need your subscription because the closer that we can get, we're just trying to get to the first 100. The first 100. Now, you know what? Even saying that was very, very upsetting for me because we're in our sixth year and we've done this to build and grow for so long to have opportunities for our authors and clients to come and speak to a large audience. But right now we are rebuilding and that's okay. I got to say, and we are in a new on YouTube. What's the name of it? The Empowerment Network. The Empowerment Network. You had a couple of people step in the room. Dr. Beverly, good morning to you. One of another celebrities in the room, Mr. Twiggy Sanders. If you guys don't know who Twiggy Sanders is, you need to do your research on the Globetrotters. For many, many years, he was one of the most popular Harlem Globetrotters. And he lives here in our city now. Good to meet you, sir. I'm happy that him and I are Facebook friends. Good to see you come through. We're talking about you and your big ideas today. That big idea, that great idea that you had that you didn't act upon and you wish you did. That great idea that you have that's nagging at you to do something about. That great idea that someone stole from you. That great, you and your big ideas. So much of the time we cure ourselves and get ourselves out of tribulation, not with more money, but with just another idea. Okay, we need an idea here. You know, so much, especially as an entrepreneur. We live by our ideas and our projects and things we decide to try. Okay, let's try this, baby. Let's try that, baby. Ideas carry us. Thank you, Stephanie. Please make sure that you subscribe as well. Thank you for finding us on YouTube. We appreciate you. Andrew Montgomery. And Andrew, good morning. What's your big idea? You have, an, have you ever had a great idea that you did act on or a great idea that you didn't act on. Hey, man. Dr. Beverly says, good morning, wonderful people. I almost cried yesterday. I had missed, I missed my empowerment and I had to get, I had to set someone on their backside. <laughs> the quiet storm came from nowhere. I'm going to move. I'm going to have to start doing what I do faster and get away from the place called work. That Brooklyn Beach. <laughs> Is scary to me. Biatch is a great word. <laughs> Biatch is <laughs> a great word. 
a cool word, though. Oh, my goodness. Any of that eaches is pretty cool to me. Hey, Lisa, how does Snoop Dogg get his white so white? How does Snoop Dogg get his white so white? He uses bleach. How does Snoop Dogg get his white clothes so no, white? I heard you. How does Snoop Dogg get his white t-shirt so white? I should have said. How does Snoop Dogg get his white t-shirt so white? He uses bleach. <laughs> get it? Bleach. Don't laugh at him. Don't laugh at him. Um. That's hilarious. Uh, uh, Dr. Bates, I think I have subscribed on YouTube. I'll check when we are done. Please do, please, please do. do. We want to grow that audience because that way we're not um, subjected to whims and theft as much like on Facebook. And Facebook changed their rules tonight, today, and they have every right to because it's theirs and Facebook is free. They can, and then we either have to capitulate or lose. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So um, one of the other things that speaking of something, uh, speaking of a big idea, I am hosting a, 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 a empowerment writing workshop. This um, month mm -hmm. is really important for me to, to help people to tap into what it is that they're really thinking, saying, feeling, and believing. The Empowerment Workshop is going to be a guided workshop to help you to tap in, ignite your writing juices, dig into what it is that you want to say, and not what it is that, not only what it is that you want to say, but what it is that you have been chosen to say. When I saw that you decided, you had the idea to do that, and I saw that you made steps towards putting on that author showcase, because that's something that you've done in the past. Uh, I was very, very encouraged last night, sweetheart. I'm going to tell you why. Because Lisa decided she did it. She made the flyer. She had the idea. She made the flyer. And she sent it to her husband. And when I saw that, it moved me to emotion because a lot of you know we were dealing with sickness in our household February, March, and April. Those three months, there was a lot of sickness in my household. My wife was very, very sick. And um, and after the April was when, beginning of April, is when she wasn't officially as sick anymore, but it's taken her a long time. May, you know, all of, I mean, all of the rest of April and all of May for her to come back completely to herself. She had to recover her faculties, had to recover her confidence in her business and her abilities. And she wasn't sh sturdy at first. She was shaky at first. And she was worried about that. But for you to have an idea in a day and then act upon it in the same day, is really, really encouraging to me because that's that's the kind of person Lisa really is. But when she was sick, and, and it can happen to anybody, when you're sick and you get taxed and challenged because your body has to go into extra work and overtime work to recover, you know, and that's so tiring. Everything has to go into healing mode. You know, that's so draining on your brain, on your muscles, on your chemistry, chemicals in your body. So it takes some time to recover from some from a traumatic event. Uh, I'm thinking of, uh, that's one to say that first before I go into another topic. So that was encouraging to me. The so that writer, means you're feeling better, right? The, yeah, the, yeah, not, yes and no. I'm, I am actually 
facilitating what I had in my mind already. And I'm still taking it slowly and being conscientious about it. But um, yes, it is a step in the right direction. And I'm grateful for that. Craig Sapp says what he says. Good morning, everyone. Let's all go and have a wonderful, blessed day on purpose and enjoy it to the fullest. Because that's what Craig says. The writing workshop is on June the 10th at 7 p.m. It's on next Friday at 7 p.m. One hour workshop, guided workshop, helping you to tap in to the clarity and creativity that lies within you and then take it the next step to put it on paper. We will be writing together. We will be talking together and we will be building and growing. If you do not already have the invitation in your inbox, just reach out to me and we will get it to you. So today's topic is you and your big ideas. Have you ever shared one of your big ideas? And I did this one time. I used to have um, a party when I lived in Charlotte and it was called Curvaceous Wednesdays is what it was called. And I hosted at a club uptown Charlotte and it was a club for the confident, full-figured women and the men that love them. That was the name of the party, and that was the name of the, the tagline. The club for the confident, full-figured women and the men that love them. And I had that party going on for maybe 10 months, I think, something like that. And um, I told it to one of my friends in um, Raleigh. I was living in Charlotte and had Curvaceous Wednesdays. And um, he says, oh, man, I'm going to do the same thing in Raleigh. Okay, that's a great idea. I'm going to do the same thing in Raleigh. And he got, got me off the phone. I was like, dang, he just stole my idea. He's going to do exactly what I did. And I called another one of my friends up and says, I just talked to such and such. And he, I told him what I've been doing for a while now. And he said, he's going to do the same. He says, man, don't even worry about it. They can't. He can't do it. He's not going to be able to do it. He's going to take your idea and say he's going to do it, but he can't. And he won't. And he didn't. <laughs> People can't. I used to be so upset someone steal my ideas. Okay, or steal my programs. Okay, um, I recently apologized to someone that I had been angry with for taking my training and then purporting my training as if it was theirs. You know, <laughs> Craig said, My big idea was to get up and get online and ask Lisa, Can I get a card? You can do that. Okay. You can absolutely get a card. It's 928 right now. So we anyway. need another minute before we get the cards. Now, what Craig was saying was, can I get a card? Okay. Go ahead, baby. You going to say something? You could finish. Okay. He said, can I get a card? What we typically do around 930, we have three different decks of inspirational cards that we use. And lately, we've been using what's called the beauty cards more often. And um, Craig likes them. And we like that he likes them, too. So... We're going to give him a card. He asked for one, so we're going to share a card with him Absolutely. in about a minute now, a minute, minute and a half, okay? Absolutely. I'm telling you, these big ideas are, sometimes our thoughts about big ideas are limiting. Brian was talking about having an, having something that he was doing that someone took upon themselves to take and utilize as if it were their own, and that could be frustrating, and I actually found it frustrating as well because something that I've been teaching for years, for over five years, which is a cash system, is now uh, I am giving a talk about it on this evening. Yep. At international six, talk. An international talk. You can come on and you can hear it. If, you, um, if you're already a part of the Empowerment Network, you've already got it in your inbox. Just make sure that you register and join us. 
But this is something that I have been known for helping my clients with. And my clients are very unique. My clients are very unique. I am a coach's coach and publisher, and I exclusively help people to produce their stories of overcoming in the form of self-help, personal development, and children's books. So that's been Lisa's system for years. And then she saw someone else name and picture with Lisa's system. And if you don't know any better, you'll look at that flyer thinking that, that's, that's that other person's system. Okay. So they're kind of... Uh, stealing a little bit or robbing Lisa's system with another face and another name. I've seen it happen. That can hurt. And I kind of want to say something about it. And at least told me not to, um, but it happens. I gave this, I have one of my clients uh, in the same organization. Um, she, she took training with me and I gave her a quote. Uh, Brian is an original thought about how I look at her business. She took that and then she put it up on a flyer as a quote from herself and then shared it everywhere. Okay, really? You didn't come up with that quote. That's not your quote. That was mine. Okay, but people do that all the time. Today, we're talking about you and your big idea. Brother Mark. Brother Mark says, good people, welcome to Once Upon a Time Called Right Now. Hey, man, that's one. That counts as Mark giving us one right there. I like it. Yes. But welcome to Once Upon a Time. Here's the thing. She right could now. have her name next to it. She could use the same acronym. She don't know what it is. She <laughs> will not be able to be me. Nope. And the the whole program came as a result of some experiences that I had been through. Now, hopefully when she presents her part, we'll have to do with some experiences that she came through. And we hope that everybody will appreciate what has been brought from me and what will have been brought from her. That's right. Tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Lisa's going to put her thing down on an international audience. I did uh, on Tuesday night, okay, myself. Only you can be you. That's right, Sister Andrea. Only you can be you. That's right. They can Nobody try else is youer than you. You are you, and that's truer than true. There's no one more youer than you. And that's Dr. Seuss. I was going to say for extra points, who came with that? Let's do that card thing. We're doing the card now. This is the inner light card because I think it's so important that we go here okay. right now. Lumens are tiny packets of light. The true substance of your being. The inner light is this luminous core. Follow your imagination at first to sense this wonder. Open your inner light, this spacious, real you. Cool. I never knew that lumens were packets of light, but now I do. <laughs> That's the card today from the in your inner light. Uh, brother and this Craig, is from the beauty card. From the beauty card collection. Craig Sab, here you go. Okay. Today we're talking about you and your big idea. So much of the time, how many people working in companies or in factories, they just think about this is the job I have. If we do it this way instead of that way, it'll save us time and the company money. That idea. Craig Sab says, seriously, my big idea is to go to the next level with the security system. I already started studying to get my license to become a monetar monitoring company. 
This way, not only will I be helping protect what matters most, but I will, but I'll be generating MM, MRR, monthly return revenue and more. Yes, sir. Yes, All sir. right. All you need is an idea. And you know what? Your idea only has to be one or two percent different. <laughs> Sometimes not different at all. I still don't know the difference between Uber and Lyft, other than name. Yeah, right. What's the difference? And we got friends now that drive for both, okay? Same car, two stickers. Yeah, two stickers. Yep, yep. Sometimes they'll turn on their Lyft app. Sometimes they'll turn on their Uber app. Sometimes they'll have two phones and they'll turn them both on. So I still don't know the difference either. Miss Sincere Newman, did you talk to Sincere since you had that moment? Sincere, we shouted you out because the other day, Lisa went into the garage, our home is two stories, and began her walk, and she had left her cell phone upstairs, and she regretted it because she was going to do her walk because she had already done everything she had to do to be there, and she knew if she made any other detours, it may not happen. So she had to, she had to go when she could go. And she was not able to reach out to her walking buddy, and she regretted it. I did talk to Cynthia, and she still got her walk on. And I was very happy that we can we can uh, still encourage each other, even when we're not walking together. Amen. From Charlotte, North Carolina to Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Hotlanta. I don't think she's in Atlanta. What's that town? Lithonia. Lithonia. That's it. Lithonia. That's the town we went and gave our talks to. I couldn't remember the name, and you couldn't help me before. I couldn't. But now we have it. It's Lithonia. It might be Lithonia. Okay, Lithonia, Lithonia. But it's a great little town right outside of Atlanta. And one of the reasons I like the town so much is a moment I had in that town. Um, we were at this place called the No Bookstore. I think that's what it was called, right? I don't know. It was some bookstore, a black-owned bookstore. And... Um, a bunch of amazing people were there that day. And uh, Lisa spoke, I spoke, and another friend of ours spoke too. We came down from Charlotte to speak at this event. But one of the, the, the bookstore owner took me outside and he said, I want you to look up and down the street. He goes, all of these businesses on this street and on that one there, they're all are black owned. Really? There were stores, different kinds of stores and restaurants and uh, places they were all black owned on this one street that he happened to have his bookstore on and that was just so impressive to me and um so that i got the impression that that town still has a lot of black owned businesses i like it and uh that's another that's another thing so maybe you're do there are bookstores there are other bookstores but he has a black owned bookstore and he's catering to a lot of black authors and a lot a lot of uh Black stories in his bookstore. Mm -hmm. So taking something that already exists and purposing it uniquely with your intent and your idea surrounding it. You and your big ideas. Have you ever been discouraged from your big idea and then didn't do it and then regret it? I think that happens all the time when we don't act on that big idea because ideas like that are fleeting. They come and go. So, but when we don't act on, I think we end up having regret for not acting upon our big ideas. You know what I mean, Mark? When someone it's gets that possible. big idea, yeah. It's possible that it becomes a hindrance. Yes. Uh, one of the things that I had been, that I am now acting on, that I had had to decide to, that it was okay for me to change my mind, is 
I am working with a young author. And that's significant because... I have young authors that I've worked with before, but typically their work, I, um, I work with them is on their finished project. And actually my interaction is primarily with their adult or their parent or their grandparent. So I'm not really working with the young person. And for women's empowerment networks, you know, we've often exclusively worked with the 25 and up age group, not the younger people. But right now I'm working with actually coaching and cultivating an amazing young author. And she's 17. And she is taking this very seriously. And we're going to invite some other young people to, to participate along with her in this process so that we'll be evolving what we're doing. Because for a long time, you didn't want to work with young people. Nope. You even proclaimed it. I don't want to work with that young market. That's not for me. They know uh, I don't want to work with them at all. Uh, I can't stand the idea. So the reason why that's significant is you didn't want to, but I now that you to. are. And I had to do some healing. There were some mm -hmm. things that I didn't want to have to uh, deal with that comes along with that age group so often. Yeah. And I had had some really tumultuous experiences with that age group previously. And I, I, expect that there may be some issues that are still going to come about as a result of that age group, because that is an age group that comes with emotional charged hormonal responses. Um, uh, what is that? Um, that it's an evolution period. It's a really big time of evolution. And sometimes that evolution doesn't feel good and it doesn't look good. And, and it's doesn't really natural good. too. But it's natural. People in our mid-50s, we can't stand dealing with 21-year-olds. Okay. <laughs> anything. Because they're useless. They don't know anything at all. Try to order coffee from one of them. Oh, God. Okay. Anyway, just try to get them to do anything. Uh, you sound like a grumpy old man. I now. am a grumpy old man sometimes. Oh my! And then goodness. when a twenty-four-year-old try to give me a business advice, ah! <laughs> shut up, kid. <laughs> but then learning that there's something to be learned from everyone, and getting the patience, and finding someone with the respect to reciprocate patience and respect in the process. There is so much to be learned. I um I was that 24-year-old that was a sales manager, had to interview and hire people on my sales force that were older than me with more degrees than me and all that kind of stuff. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> people often steal ideas when they can't have the capacity to create their own. I've seen some things. I've posted on Facebook on the pages of other people as if they came up with it, as if they came up with it. At times, I'll give them kudos on the post, say I've seen it somewhere, and then copy and paste my original post just to let them know I see you. It's funny to me. An imitation can't touch the original. Those who know, know. Cubic zirconia may sparkle, but it doesn't shine like a real diamond. Yeah. That's Whoop. it. And it can't cut glass. It can't cut glass. It's not that hard. And it doesn't shine. It doesn't sparkle. But some people think it looks shiny. It looks nice, though. 
I do like them. Yeah. Uh, Craig, so my idea is from a couple of years ago. I started, but things got in the way. About two months ago, I thought about doing it again, and that's what I'm doing. So my big idea, been around for a couple of years, it's just now I feel it's a better time to go for it in my rocky voice. I got more experience for it now. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Craig. Thank you for sharing that, Craig. That idea that you have that's in your belly and just gnawing at you, nagging at you, you should be doing this thing. Um, I've been working just myself for many, many years. But in 2013, for three months, I took a job at a company. I felt I needed a job. My business wasn't working. For just three months, I took a regular clock in and everything job, okay? I was doing telephone sales for Dun & Bradstreet Credibility Corp., okay? had to be there at certain hours, all that kind of stuff. Now, during that time, someone asked me, what do I do for a living? I was still saying sales coach. I didn't even think about it. It just came through me all the time. I even had a client as a sales coaching client, even though I was working a regular job. But that three months seemed so terrible to me because every single day when I was at that desk, I had this feeling in my belly like I was pregnant. I don't want to be here. I want to be doing my own thing. I was just, oh, I was about to bust. I had ideas that I wanted to enact on. I wanted to coach people on how to sell or train salespeople. It was just annoying to me. Every single day I was feeling confined. And it was only a three-month time period, okay? But I was consumed with my idea of what I thought my life should be. And I wasn't doing it. It was driving me crazy. Once again, thank you for joining us. So, uh, thank you for finding us as we have been disrupted from our regular location. You're right now able to catch us on Facebook, on Brian K. McNeil's page, on LinkedIn, on Lisa Santiago McNeil's page, on Facebook, on the Empowerment Center page, and on YouTube, YouTube at the Empowerment Network. If you are on the Empowerment Network on YouTube, Please, please, please take a moment to subscribe. All of you, we ask that you do. Subscribe to the Empowerment Network with Lisa and Brian. Usins, the Empowerment Duo on the Empowerment Network. Subscribe. We can do so much more. If we can get the majority of our audience over there, we have, we'll feel freer. We'll be, we will be freer to do some stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am excited oh about... Oh, my gosh. Look at the time. Um, about today, about... Uh, this week, about next week, Women's Empowerment, Male Empowerment Networks on next week at 7 p.m. on Tuesday, June the 7th. And then on Friday, we will be hosting the Empowerment Writing Workshop. Whoop, whoop. Now, it's 9.44. What we do around nine around this time is we like to thank our consistent contributors to the show and our um, uh, people that have been rocking with us for years. And the way we do that is with greeting songs, and with greeting logos. Do you remember Barbara's song? It's, it's not here yet, but it's going to come to me. Um, we find, we came up with Barbara's jam. Barbara, give us, if you're still here, give us the clue to restart your song. And uh, it'll come back to me. It'll come to because we finally came up with Barbara's song, didn't we? You did. We did come up with Barbara's jam. It's not coming to me, but I do remember Shaki's. Okay, Shaki's jam is from Eminem. Guess who's back, 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 back again. Shockey's back, back. Tell a friend, friend, friend. Shockey's back, Shockey's back, Shockey's back, Shockey's back. Good morning, Shockey. How you doing? Good morning, Brenda. Thank you for joining us. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Miss Phyllis is here. Miss Phyllis is here. So clear the way. Miss Phyllis is here. Now we can all have a great day. Good morning, Miss Phyllis. Good morning, Miss Phyllis. Good morning, Stephanie. Stephanie, life has new meaning to me. There is beauty up above and things we never take notice of. You wake up and Stephanie, you're in love. And if any of you guys remember the beginning of Barbara Smith's song, help us out, okay? Dr. Beverly, good morning to you. Dr. Beverly is on the show. Good morning, Dr. Beverly. How you doing? Craig Sab. Craig Sab, 1,000 degrees. You'll be on your knees. And you'll be burning back in, please. Brother Freeze. Good morning, Craig Sab. Brother Mark Greer has a jam as well. Mark Greer's jam is... <clears throat> So wide you can't get around it. So low you can't get under it. So high you can't get over it. Mark Greer is under a groove. He's getting down just for the funk of it. Mark Greer is under a groove. Nothing can stop us now. Good morning, That's Mark Brenda. Greer's jam and Miss Brenda Booker Bull. World's greatest real estate agent. She has a jam too. And it goes, It's tricky to buy a home or sell a home. Don't do it alone. Choose Brenda. Hey. Choose Brenda Brenda Brenda, 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 Brenda. It's tricky to buy a home to sell a home. Don't do it alone. Choose Brenda. Hey. Choose Brenda. 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 Oh my goodness. What is Mark saying here? Mark says, Brian, that was and slash is the essence of who you are and the direction of God. Telling you, I've put more in you than what you're doing. You listened. The outcome of a blessing is the manifestation of your purpose. Absolutely. You're right, Mark. And I don't know if it's ever been put any better than that. That's right. Um, that was God directing, the direction of God telling you, I've put more in you than what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> what? You're right, Mark. You were right, man. You are right. And, and for those of you who are experiencing that gnawing, that desire to do something different or greater or whatever, I pray that you you have you can get within you if you don't already have it there ready. Whatever it takes for you to actually take that step, your whole world will open up. I had to, Brother Mark, it's going to be so funny because the company, they went through a couple of layoffs while I was there. My first month there, that company was in training. My second month, I got the award as the top salesperson there. They had a, they gave me an award, they gave me a check, a truck, I mean a plaque, a trophy kind of thing. And I was the top salesperson there my first full month. They had like a hundred people selling for them. And then the follow, and they had a couple of layoffs. And the following month, I was doing really good. I didn't like it at all ever. And I said, look, the next time you guys lay off, you can just lay me off too. There's no, no, Brian, you don't have to worry about it. your job. It's fine. You don't, you're not gonna get laid off. Yeah, but please do it. You want us to lay you off? Yeah, because I couldn't quit myself. I had no money without the job, okay? I was dying until I got the job. I was in a destitute situation, and I needed the job. I applied for the job, and I got the job. And I did well in the job, but I couldn't stand it. So, <laughs> so they fired me. And But you know what? I didn't miss a beat once they fired me. 
Um, when I started working at that company, um, I didn't even have a car. But after um, two months there, I bought a car and I bought a car in cash. That car you saw me with, I paid cash for that car. Okay, not surprising, right? <laughs> but I thought like, I earned enough money to buy my car, which gave me my freedom, you know, again, to move around the way I wanted to. You know, I was watching something. I know we're ready to go, but I was watching something. One of the things, it kind of uh, changed the way that I looked at the experience of uh, being fired. And maybe many of you think of this as well. But um, on the particular thing that I was watching, one of these young dudes bought the company from an established older company. And he began to change everything except for the um, COO. He didn't change the COO, the person who was sort of running the show, um, all the business legs of it, right? And he kept him in there. And every time he tried to bring a new idea, the new owner, the person would be like, well, we can't do this, we can't do this, and we can't do this. And finally, the day came that the young man came in and said, you're not happy here, are you? He says, well, I could be happy here if we were doing this, this, and this, and this. He says, but you're not really happy here, are you? And then he says, well, we're going to have to let you go. And he responded like most of us do. The older person that got let go responded like most of us do. You're firing me? I can't believe you're firing me. I can't believe I've been giving everything I can. And he says, no, no, I'm not firing you. I'm just going to have to let you go. Because you staying here is not making you happy and it's not making me happy. Maybe you should be doing something else. Maybe you need to turn to yourself and look in the mirror and say, I'm going to have to let you go and allow yourself to embark upon the thing that has been holding you hostage for mm. so long. I, that hit home, that story. I um, My best friend was a guy named Thomas Boyaki, and he was my assistant manager, and Thomas was suffering. He wasn't producing well. And I had, I would have fired him a long ago if he wasn't my best friend. And um, But Thomas wasn't happy. He wasn't producing well. And he finally came around this step outside because he know that's what I would typically do when I'm gonna fire somebody. I take him for a walk around the block, and and they never get back in my building. And everyone knew Brian's move. Okay, so Thomas asked me, "Can we take a walk outside?" I didn't know what he wanted because I wasn't going to fire him. He goes, "Look, man, I need for you to fire me. You need for me to fire you." He goes, "Yes, I'm not going to quit on you. Okay, but I need for you to fire me." That's what he said. He loved me. So I, I let I fired him the way I normally fire him. Look, you don't get to go back in the building at all. I'll get your stuff for you and you're gone. Okay. But he had to ask me to fire him. And sometimes you may need to ask yourself to do just that. And thank you for sharing that story, Lisa. Yeah, that hit home for me too. And that was powerful. Uh, we do have to go. We're a minute late getting out of here. And good morning, Brittany. Thank you for joining us. Brittany, let's do our jam real fast. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. Brittany Thomas. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. Brittany. It's your time. It's your time.
time. Yeah. Brenda, you deserve us to greet you with your jam. But we got to go, y'all. And we'll come up with Barbara Smith's jam. It escaped us um, because she's not here often enough. But she comes often enough to get a song. But we need to remember these jogs again. I'm almost 100 years old. So come on. And remember, you get to be the greatest you that you are supposed to be. And nobody can hold you back. It's okay, Brittany. You got in the room. Absolutely. And I'm going to have to let you go. Don't forget to have sex. Bye-bye.